Welcome to the Zestly Life Podcast. At Zestly, we offer you the opportunity to stop seeing yourself through shattered lenses, but rather reconnect with your mind, body, and soul, and love the life you're living. We are passionate about uplifting moms and creating a safe and supportive community for all. Doing this mom thing is no easy task, and you have to make sure that you are mentally and emotionally on top of your game. We are here to support you and provide you with the tools to live your most joyful life. This podcast is brought to you by Kirsten Hay, who's an integrative health coach, and Amy Howard, who's a yoga teacher, life coach, and Reiki practitioner. Join us today! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Zesty Life. Hello, everybody. <laughs> today, we are going to have, we've got a bit of an interesting topic today. We're talking about our husbands and that they are actually capable of looking after our children, even much to our um, horror. horror and <laughs> probably disagreement. And we were really thinking about it and chatting about it now. And where, where does this whole thing start? Because if you actually had to give it a big think, I think a lot of the reason why men are not comfortable with where they are and, and looking after our children is because we've created that almost for them. Yeah, we've made them feel like they are, we are more capable than they are. Even though we know that is the truth, but we don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, so like, where did it start? Like, you know, if you look back as a relationship, you meet each other, you love each other, and it is just the two of you. And you're in a partnership where you both doing equal things or you having your own things that you do but you both are building one relationship together it's not like one person's doing more than the other person mm. normally normally yeah and then and then you have baby oh then you fall pregnant and it, again i think it's still very much oh you guys are having a baby and it's beautiful and there's very much a togetherness mm. well, he will help out well hopefully in our ideal situation he will help out he'll feed you he'll nurture you he'll mm. look after you during this stage of growth i mean this is exactly what happened in in my marriage you know we wayne was brilliant while i was pregnant it was very much um supportive he had wrapped my feet and we were we were in the pregnancy together if i can call that that and then the baby came <laughs> then the baby comes and you know i think it's very surreal in those first like week or two and it is very much like this is our baby and it's not that we'd ever think that the baby isn't our husband's it's not that it's it's we when you really transition into that motherhood, it's almost like we become super protective and it's lioness. Yeah, yes, it's your it's, it's your cub. There we it's go. That's, that's exactly it. Mm. And we become so. This is like you said. This is mine, and I only I can do this. Yeah. And often with breastfeeding moms, it does feel like you're the only one, or you're the only one who can properly look after your baby in that additional time because you are breastfeeding them. I don't know if you're breastfeeding them to sleep mm. or whatever, but you're breastfeeding and you change it, then you're putting them down. And it's sometimes just easier mm. if you just do it all by yourself because having to pump and breastfeed and do all those things is a bit more challenging. And then if you actually think back, like actually what we do then is you you ta- you start to want to take control more and more of the situation. And as you do, you start subconsciously resenting your husband for not being more active or being more yes. involved but we are actually creating that if you yeah. if you really think about it like for me i know like you say when we breastfeeding we we do believe that we are the only ones that can do everything but we do you then pass baby over to husbands and be like please can you burp the child change the nappy i'm now going to rest yes but we then i think in the in the beginning we do do that and then we start taking it all back mm. like we all do you do you know what i mean yeah, we yeah. try and take all of that yeah. back because i feel like uh, like with my relationship i did no 
or kind of I had more understanding on how to dress a baby and how to change a baby's nappy where he didn't know. Mm. So I would have to show him in the beginning and then if he did something wrong, like I would help him and correct him. Mm. But where maybe it made me feel that I know more than him mm. about my child. We're actually not. He's also an equal parent to me. Mm. I think that's what that's exactly it. I think we forget that we, we, we are in a partnership. Mm, we definitely. have been since day one. And then yes. baby comes and now we sort of go lioness syndrome where we yes. want to protect our cub and like no one else must get involved. Yes. And I know what's best for my cub and you don't. Because I think also when you have your baby, this mom's intuition taps in where you... Mm oh, my baby is tired because you just almost have that feeling or this baby needs to burp or I think my baby has a sore tummy. And it's almost like you just know where I think for dads it takes a little bit more time for that to kick in, that intuition of they just kind of know what's happening with their child. Mm. Whereas this baby's grown in our tummies and been with us for so long that or even however you've received your child, that but that that intuition does just kick in quite naturally for us where I feel like our husbands or men, maybe it just takes a little bit longer to kick in. Mm. And, you know, like if we have to think about um, things that we ask them to do, how often do we actually try and control that situation? So like a few examples I can think of is, for example, um, my husband made the kids lunch the other day. um, And I don't sound like one of those moms, and I'm not one of those moms, but I don't pack them a little biscuit for lunch, like they can have biscuits at home or whatever. And, and also because the school's rules are no sweets and biscuits to school. So I'm, I'm just a bit of a rule follower, you know. So he packed a biscuit and I was distraught. So I was like, how do you, why did you pack this biscuit in here? Like, you know that that's the school rules. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he was like, just, it's just a biscuit curse. Like, really, like, just relax. Mm. And that was me again trying to control it. And I, I wanted to take the biscuit out. And he said, can't, he actually said to me, don't you remember being young and opening your lunchbox and there was something yummy in it? They also deserve it something yummy (laughs) no that's so true like from my side it's like I'll ask my husband to get my daughter dressed and ready for school and everything and then I'll see what she's wearing and I'll say why did you dress her in that or like she doesn't she definitely doesn't have enough layers on or she's definitely going to be too cold or too hot or Mm. and he's like no she'll be fine and I'll be like never are you crazy and then I will redress her Mm. so eventually now sometimes he's like okay what would you like me to dress her in today oh my gosh I have the same thing (laughs) the same thing you know it's like pajamas for us in the house it's after bath time it's like okay I'll bath the kids I don't mind can you just please put pajamas out and it's like but why you see the pajamas you know their pajamas just put them on no because every time I do you change it or it's not right or and that's something we as women have created Mm. we've created this in Yeah, because, okay, yes, of course we want our children to be warm and stuff, but if they're wearing something that doesn't match and it doesn't bother them, why does it bother us? Yeah, Yeah, it's this perfect thing again, that we're always Mm. trying to strive to be some sort of perfect image of a mom, of a family, of a other, when actually... That child and the beautiful tone, earth-toned clothing. Yes, and everything's matching, the leather shoes. No, it's not important, you know, Mm. what's important is... Do you have a happy child? Are you and your husband happy? And are you happy? Like, that's actually the, the bottom line. Yes, definitely. And um, it's, you know, it's it's really is something that I'd like everyone to maybe, like, look at and be aware of. How much are you taking away from your husband? Because now my, my oldest is three and a half. And if I look at the progression, I mean, he's a great dad. He's very involved. He's active, whatever. But I have probably stripped him of the little bit of his confidence because then I get asked the stupid questions like... 
what pajamas and then mm. i get frustrated you get irritated yeah well you should know what but pajamas. you should know what well we're going out okay cool what am i packing in the bag seriously don't you know what to pack in the bag by now yeah. like yeah. by now yeah yeah um no no all those things like even my husband when my my daughter first went to school he's like please can i actually have a checklist because i will pack the bag and you will re- go back and check it and repack the bag and instead of just being like discussing like this is what you normally leave out or whatever i would just go and almost belittle what he's done and he's like what's the point of us both doing it mm. if you're going to get let me do it let me do it and leave it like that and then if something was ever missing because i've also left stuff at home from school but if something was missing from his bag the teacher would call me and then i would phone him and be like i can't believe you left the nappies at home or something where if i'd done that Obviously, the teacher would contact me and said, "Oh, you left the nappies," and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, cool, no worries." <laughs> but like by me going to and being like, "I can't believe you left the nappies at home." Like, how could you leave the nappies at home? It's mm. almost taking away his power yeah. and his his self confidence, his yeah, confidence in, in yeah. His, yeah, his parenting confidence because he feels like I actually know better than him. Where often he'll ask me, and I'm like, "I'm not sure. What do you think?" And often he will actually know what's happening with our daughter more than me. So it's mm. not. It's not always us that is correct. And I think um, times have changed so much. You know, we are we are fast-paced moms. We are working moms. Um, there's two people bringing in an income at home. Things are it's 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 different now. It can't mm. always be on us, even mm. though we try and take it all on us. Yeah, we can't be a stay-at-home mom and a working mom. Although I think we'd all love to be, but it's too much. So we can't be that picture-perfect mom who does everything and cooks and cleans and does everything for her family and have a full-time job because there's actually just not enough time in the day and it's not good for us to be doing so much. Also, um, I was just thinking, you know, we, we're talking about that we take um, take control away from our husbands and so on, but there are, I have witnessed husbands that are actually that way with their wives, you know, that you're not doing that correctly, you're not doing that correctly. So. So I invite you all to take a closer look at your relationships and your marriage and what are you saying to one another? Are you are you constantly criticizing and ridiculing your partner for not parenting your child properly? You know, I think I think we sometimes so hard on ourselves or we try so hard both ways to try and be the actually more so the mothers, um, to be perfect and to think that this is how it must all be. So we we take a, we put a lot of pressure on our spouses. Yeah, definitely on ourselves and our spouses. And I always try whenever I'm in a tough situation with my husband, I always try and look at and remind myself that we are we are we are a team. So we're not fighting against each other, we're fighting for each other and we try yeah, we're fighting to be the best team we can be. And often we always try to put our child first, but often the best thing is to actually put your marriage and your partnership first and then your child. Mm. Because if you keep your partnership strong and your relationship with your husband strong the parenting, you can parent as a team, which makes it a lot more easy and accessible and fun than doing it alone and expecting someone else just to pick up when they need to do something or you have to tell them to do something or whatever. If you come in as a team doing it together, it's much more beneficial also for your child. Oh, I mean, it, it sounds really easy and all, and half the time we do want to kill our partners. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing here is like being aware. Is being aware of, of your tone, of what you're saying, and are you uplifting them in that moment to be like, you know what, well done, thank you for making scrambled eggs on toast today, even if the eggs are runny and the toast is hardly, hardly toasted, give the guy <laughs> some praise and be like, well done, or, you know, instead of being like, oh, she doesn't like it like that, or she where's the tomato sauce, or whatever, mm. whatever the situation is, be aware of how you are praising or not praising your husband mm. or partner. 
And then also, you, as your children get older, they are able to communicate and to tell their father what they need or what they want. So it doesn't always have to come from you. So if they're not going to eat it, you maybe don't even need to step in. You just need to wait for them to just speak up for themselves, which is also good. Because then they can have a voice and they can speak up for what they want and what they don't want. And by having their father actually hear them and respect their wishes or what they want, hey? Hmm. So I don't know if this happens to you, but it happens to me. Um, if I'm, say I'm going to be late, an unexpected late, and I get home and the kids are fed, they're bathed, maybe not in the correct pajamas, who knows, <laughs> but um, they're bathed and they're having such a good time with their dad and everyone's calm. You know, but when I'm there, it's like an absolute shit show sometimes. It's like hanging on to mom. I mean, I've got the Cheers. I've got the kids at this age that it is actually the, I don't know, this drives me insane, but I have a one and a half and a three and a half year old and they compete for my leg so that I cannot move. And their favorite line is, my mommy, my mommy. But do, you do, do they do that to their dad? No. So they get a reaction they, from you. <laughs> it drives me insane. But I mean, so, you know, have, has that ever happened to you? You come home and it's like, everyone's happy. Like, mom's not there, but the kids are bath fed. The, everyone's calm. And well, then probably that's like me. Like, because I teach yoga on two evenings a week. And when I'm there, obviously, my husband normally does the bathing. But then I will, if I'm there, I'll put Leah to sleep. And I'll lie with her and we'll read the book about three times at least. <laughs> then we have to sing a song. Then eventually I'm like, I'm turning over. And then we obviously, I lie with her to help her fall asleep. But I promise you when my husband's there, he'll read one story to her and then he'll say, good night, Leah. And he'll leave the door. He will leave and he'll close the door and he says, sleep nicely. Daddy's just outside. And literally she'll fall asleep. But if I have to do that, she will lose her mind and cry like I am, like killing her. <laughs> <laughs> well, can, can he please come and put my children to sleep? Well, like, probably, well, he always says to me, like, well, you've said the president. Is that the right word? President. <laughs> that that's what she knows that she does with you. So when you change it, it's much harder for her to adjust. Then she knows with me, I say, go to bed, and she has to go to bed. There's no, like, lovely, like, calming down and reading and discussing the story and singing songs and then sleeping. And has, has, just side note, has he done that since day one? Has he always been like that? Okay, so no, so, so in the beginning it was always me because I was breastfeeding. So oh, for yes. the first, uh, I'm going to say 18 months of her life, it was me putting her to sleep all the time, always. And then eventually he was like, you are going to die <laughs> and you need to go back and you need to go and teach yoga. So you're going to have to let me give her a bottle. And I think the one time it happened, I was just like, fingers crossed. Otherwise, I'll be home in an hour and I'll come back to a mess. And I came home and everything was so quiet and so chilled. And I was like, actually, this whole thing can run perfectly without me. I just think that, that it, it needs me to run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's exactly, that's exactly what we say. We, we mm -hmm. have so much. We think we, have, we do it better. Yeah, but actually we don't. And then with this whole thing, he just one day, he would also sit and read to her and do the whole thing. And then the one day he's like, nope, you're big enough now. You go. And then, oh, he started by saying, daddy's going to the toilet. I'll be back. And then he just wouldn't <laughs> go back and she would fall asleep. And now he just says, okay, you can come call daddy if you need. And she just, and she just goes to yeah. sleep. Oh, I feel like he's a sleep whisperer. Send him our way. <laughs> that man. <laughs> So another good thing that we can do for our partners is um, 
I feel like children are always with their moms or mostly with their moms and, and lo- you get a lot of alone time with your children as moms. Well, because it's it's kind of, we were talking about it earlier, it's kind of expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The children are the mom's responsibility and the dad can just look after them sometimes when he wants to. Um, it's like actually my husband got asked the other day, oh, my husband was on the phone the other, other day and he had, someone asked to have a meeting with him and he said, sorry, I'm actually babysitting my daughter. And then he stopped himself and he said, actually, I'm just parenting my daughter. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I can't babysit my own child. And I was like, yeah, damn straight, you can't babysit your own child. It is your child. You must look after her the same as I do. So what's a nice thing to do is actually giving your partner the opportunity to have alone time with your children and you stepping away or you planning, but try and not be there, try and step away, try and plan to go and do something else so that they can actually have some alone time also for their relationship to develop their relationship without you there. Mm. Mm, Because we've seen clearly how much it actually does work and benefits and everyone's Mm. calm and collected. So Mm. I think, and that's also a big part of us is letting go of control and letting go of trying to manage all the events the situations how things must be because i think as moms we really want the evening to be as calm like we have this beautiful idea of how it's going to go out and then it doesn't go out that way yeah and i find like when i have an idea of how i want a situation to go in and it doesn't go that way i like really do like like get upset like I either feel like anxious or I get actually like upset or like frustrated with the situation and then when I step back and I'm like why am I feeling angry or frustrated or anxious it's only because I've had this vision Mm. and it hasn't actually come to fruition because obviously you can't plan so much with children they have their own moods they have their own things they have their own behavior so you can't plan how they're going to behave because they are their own people so I think there was two very key key um, things we're speaking about today and it's about letting uh, knowing our husbands are capable Mm. and uplifting them to believe that they are actually capable because we've done so much of the damage Mm. Um, and then the last one the other one is like releasing our idea that we can do everything uh, the best yeah that we are the best because obviously we are the best for our children we know this but we just don't need to tell them that yeah they don't need to know that but (laughs) actually our husbands or our partners are as capable as us and, and and I feel sorry. We we actually need them to be to step up to the plate to in order to give us also that time, also yeah. that time for ourselves, that time for us to just breathe because we can't take it all on. Mm-hmm. There is we will burn out at some yeah. point. And it's so like going back to how to uplift our men is I feel the first step would be to praise them. Well, be aware of what you're saying to them mm-hmm. and then praise them for the small things, no matter how small it is. They. They yeah. cleaned the bottles or sterilized them, whatever. They they did something. Let's praise them for that. And be genuine in your praise. Yes. Don't be like, oh, thanks. And <laughs> stop yourself when you're about to go, thanks, my thanks, my love, for doing that, but. but yeah. Like, stop the but. Stop the uh, criticism, even how small it is, mm. or the correction. Mm. Yeah. They don't need that. They've done it. They've done mm. it. If you wanted it done a certain way, you should have done it. Mm. If you're giving it over to them, let them do it their way. And also, I feel before you even start this, maybe a good idea would be to sit with your husband or partner and be like, do you feel that I that I try and do things better or you are not good enough mm. to do these things? Because I think it, it would be interesting to hear how they actually feel and how we've made them feel and how you've made them feel. Definitely. Having those lines of communication open and say, 
please do make me aware of when I am undermining you or when I am trying to correct you when you are doing something for your child. Yeah. Mm. And obviously in a gentle way, like this doesn't need to be a fight. Like you see, you're doing this now. Yeah. No, just a gentle reminder. Like yeah, get a word that can remind you that he, that he can use to remind you to say, listen, you're doing that whole control thing where it's not going away kind of up. Yeah. And then you can adjust and realign yourself. Mm. And then also realize what that does to you when someone calls you out on what you're doing. Because to me, it makes me, the first thing that pops into my mind is anger. Like I get angry, like, how dare you? But then I'm actually like, actually, I asked for this. I asked for you mm. to flag me and tell me when I'm doing this. So I shouldn't be angry. I need to actually adjust. But also just us having the self-awareness to be able to do that. Mm. It can be challenging, but it's a really good step in life. And I promise you the communication, just having this communication lines open with your husband and working through this little thing, mm. you will see so you you will grow and see how, how much of it is happening and by changing the narrative and changing your story and changing the whole that men aren't capable mm. you'll free up some time you can go yeah. do some cool things you will feel like you're in a partnership and with someone that's actually working together with you mm. i think it's, so, yeah so much more supported i think it's very freeing and you know let's let's keep keep letting them know that they're doing a good job like thank you so much you're doing a good job mm. another Another thing, and this goes on to releasing idea that we can do everything ourselves, and it's just a quick story, is every morning I would be doing kids' lunches and I would never have time to get myself dressed where I literally walk out of the house with half blow-dried hair, half makeup done or no makeup or whatever. And I just said to my husband one day, I was like, you know what, this is nonsense. In the morning you're supposed to help me and you're not helping me, so it's irritating me now because I can't get ready and, mm. you know, how can we, where's the middle ground? And he said to me, well, what is taking up most of your time in the morning? So I said, well, doing lunches. So he said, cool, I'll do lunches the night before. On condition, you give me a list. They oh, love lists. Oh, there we go. Yes, he, love lists. He literally has a little tick list that says, child one, what are we doing? What's happening in the bag? <laughs> child two. And he does it. And that's now how we operate. So at night, he does the lunches so that in the morning, I don't have to do lunch. I just have to quickly do brekkie and then I can get myself ready, mm. which is, again, all about communication and like delegation. It leads into delegation. Yes, definitely. And also, I also find with my partner, with my husband, he likes, he says, give me a list of what you need me to do. Just so when he gets to know it, because if you've been doing it all, it's very hard to tell someone, please, can you go and make the lunch? Or please, can you pack the bag? Or please, can you do bath time? You mm. need to give guidance. Be like, okay, this is what I normally do. Or this is what I normally pack. And then again, release control. Let them do it how they want to do it. I think it's also like managing expectations. You know, they, they, they're not in our heads. They don't mm. know what we want. Although they we don't wish, they wish, were, wish yeah. Well, yeah, we wish they were, but they're not. <laughs> but so it's all about managing expectations. So give them your expectation of the list of this mm. is what I would like and this is how I foresee it. And mm. geez, maybe they have some, they'll probably have some better ideas or better ways to do certain things if you actually just allow them to be part of it. Definitely, yeah. We are not in control of the whole thing, lionesses. Like we can, <laughs> we can give it over to the king a little. Yes, definitely. So moving forward, let's hand over some of our tasks, some of our things that we have on our plate to our men. Let's hand over some of the responsibility to them or even more of the responsibility to them if you need to, if you need that time. So empowering them, giving them the list, telling them what to do, telling them how you would like them to do it. And then obviously releasing control, releasing control of the outcome of the task or the situation. And then also setting up those little times for your husband and your child or the father and your child to be together, to have that special time together 
without you, without you there also maybe controlling or having an influence on the situation. Mm. And then, and then lastly, like be aware of your tone, Mm. the things you're saying, let's change that narrative to a positive one, praise them. Let's, let's let them know they're doing a great job. Yeah. Guys, they weren't born to be mothers, so let's praise them too. <laughs> let's praise them for what they're doing, you know. Yeah, definitely. Have a lovely week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this week's podcast. Please could you rate, review, and share our podcast with someone it may interest. Keep an eye on our social media platforms for our upcoming events and our upcoming podcasts just to know what's happening in the Zestly life. If you would like to get hold of us, please email us at hello at zestlylife.com. Just a reminder that this podcast is for entertainment and education purposes only. See you next week.